Well, as we have been talking about on this show, the legislation that Premier David Eby announced, this is legislation to stop strata councils from adopting restrictions that would either ban or really restrict the renting of condos, banning children from stratas. That would mean the 19 plus buildings would no longer be allowed. The only exception to that rule announced would be 55 plus. So we've been hearing a lot from you on this and I'll share some of those comments a little bit later on in the show. But we wanted to talk a bit more about this. And joining us to do that is Aaron Jasper, Realtor at Royal LePage Sussex. Aaron, thank you so much for being with us and for joining us today. No, it's my pleasure, Jill. As a realtor, when you heard this announcement that this legislation was coming in, what was your response? Uh, I thought it was great, to be honest. Uh, I think that, um, and it's, it's good not only for renters, but I also think that it's it's good for the people who, who are living in stratas that have restricted rentals. Um, you know, if I, I think there's, unfortunately, there's a perception that renters are, are uh, I don't know, not not to be trusted. You know, there's, there seems to be a lot of disparaging comments made about renters. And yes, there's always a few, you know, bad apples in the barrel. But, um, you know, I, I, I think that... Um, you know, uh, that renters to people who are, who are not in a position to buy you know, should be given a, a fair shake. And I think that if, um, you know, if, if, if you're a property owner and, and when it's time for you to sell your property, if you are able to sell your property to someone who wants to live in it as a home or someone who is looking at it as a, as an investment, you actually are going to have a, a bit of a competitive situation. So for the homeowner that is looking to sell, I think it'll have a positive impact on values. And, and again, I don't think this will necessarily be a flood of rental properties that become available, but, um, but for the renters that are looking to, to, to live in older buildings, um, I, think, um, I think it'll be a great opportunity. Um, I, I, I think, you know, I've, I've, I've lived in an older condo in the West End, and, and I can tell you one of the attractive things about that building was the unrestricted rentals. Um, the majority of my neighbors were homeowners, um, and the people who did want to rent, um, it was because of life-changing circumstances. Maybe they got a job transfer to another city, and they didn't want to have to sell their condo. Uh, maybe they were a snowbird. Maybe they wanted to go to the States for a certain time of the year and wanted to rent out their place. So there are many reasons why someone who you know, initially bought a property as a home may want to rent it out. And, and I can tell you that the people who lived in our building who were tenants were fantastic. If if a landlord doesn't take the time to to properly screen their tenants to make sure they have good tenants in there, um, yeah, it can cause problems. And I think Estrada, I can understand people's apprehensions, but the onus really has to be on the landlords properly vetting their tenants. And I think it can be a win-win for everybody. And that was one of the issues that came up yesterday in, in talking about this, is it wasn't so much the scenario like like you're saying, and I would put myself there too, when I was living in a strata complex, I specifically wanted a building with no restrictions in case I, on a whim, wanted to travel for a year and rent it out, or I needed to, to move and rent it out or, or something like that. But that came up yesterday as well, that, that it offers people kind of that that versatility and it's something that people really are seeking out exactly now the the quote-unquote investor they typically are looking at newer buildings you know and and so buildings that are under warranty low maintenance fee no big assessments on the horizon so they're typically staying away from the older buildings but in areas where i work like say the west end fairview kits uh, mount pleasant a lot of the older buildings they're very restrictive and and so 
you know, again, people are looking, typically those are people that are looking for a home. They like the neighborhood, they like an older building, smaller size building, et cetera. But again, having that flexibility, I, I had a, uh, a client, this is last year, she bought the property several years ago, she lived in it, uh, she got a job transfer, she was lucky enough to be at the top of the rental list. She rented it out, wonderful tenants, the tenants moved out, and she got bumped to the bottom of the list. And she could have got a little bit longer on a hardship, you know, on a, on a hardship case, but not a lot. And so here's a person who, you know, she worked hard, she's a young professional, she bought the condo, life circumstances changed, and she was forced to sell the property. She would have still owned that property if it wasn't for these rental restrictions. So again, whether you're the homeowner or you're a tenant, I think that these changes um, and in the broad strokes will will be a, a net positive for everybody. Uh, interesting you mentioned that as well, because that, that came to my mind also, the hardship, but if, if you've ever been in that scenario, and I'm sure there are people listening who have, but also even the fact that you're in that position in your life, and now you have to go and plead your case to the Strata Council and explain why you need a hardship exemption, it's going to lead to the same outcome if they grant it, that you're going to be able to rent your place out. So it seems like even that is, is so onerous on people to do that. Well, and, and you know, and listen, if anyone who's living in Estrada, there's politics. You know, uh, people, uh, you know, persons on council doesn't like so-and-so in another suite, and there's all these weird dynamics. And, you know, and so I guess lucky for you if you happen to be on good terms with your Strata council, but if for whatever reason you're not, uh, and you're at their... You're kind of at their, you know, their their goodwill, their good graces as to whether you get the granted. So I think, so I think again, you know, people need to just, you know, keep in mind that the investor class, the person who is looking for that investment, typically are going for the newer buildings. And if I'm not mistaken, buildings that are 2010 or newer are unrestricted anyway. You know, and so we're talking about the older buildings, people that are probably looking for for a home, but just want that flexibility. And you know, I'll give you another scenario. I I've, I've had buyers and sellers who are sellers that, um, you know, that, that recently sold to someone who, who wanted a condo for their university-bound child because their kid could not find a place to rent. So the parents said, well, listen, I'm going to buy a condo. My kid's going to go to UBC. They'll live there, and after they finish university, if we keep it or sell it, but that was another option. Like, there's a lot of different scenarios um, by which people are buying it, and maybe they themselves aren't going to be living in it themselves as a home. So I, I think, again, people just need to... You know, the, the devil's in the details, and, and I know there are a lot of good arguments about, you know, the concerns of, of bad tenants and how to deal with tenants that are not being are not, not following the rules. But I think in terms of the, the net impact on the values of properties for people who, who own those types of buildings, it'll be a plus. And if it does open up some more rental opportunities, in a, in a city like Vancouver, in the region like, like we have, um, any, any, any more rentals we can put on the market is going to be a good thing. And you mentioned the 2010, and we, we briefly touched on that yesterday, because I think that's something also that doesn't get included in the conversation all that much. So we're talking about more than 30 years, or almost 30 years, uh, around the 30-year mark of buildings that they're not under, they don't have restrictions anyway. No, well, thir- like anything that's 2010 or newer. Right. Are, are unrestricted. So anything older than that, and it typically is in the older buildings. It's, you know, it's, um, and, and again, you know, to the point about, you know, people, the age restrictions, again, I mean, I heard a gentleman on earlier who had said, well, you know, and if a couple goes and gets pregnant, that's their problem. You know, like they're, you know, um, I don't know. I, you know, I thought that's, that's, uh, that's a bit harsh, you know, I mean, you know, life happens, you know, and a couple may didn't, maybe didn't want to have a child, but they had a child. 
And so are they to be penalized if, if we're, as we are right now, in a recession? And, and you bought the place when the market was hot, and now the market's tanked, and now you're being told you have to sell your condo because you have a baby? Like, I don't know. I, I just think that overall, I, I, the, the people that are worried about absentee landlords, uh, those are typically buildings that are newer. And, and again, um, you know, anything that's 2010 or newer. The people that are looking to buy in the older buildings are looking for a home, but just want that flexibility. And, and, and for those folks that are listening to your program who live in buildings like that, I promise you, uh, with these restrictions being lifted, it will actually lift the value of your property. It won't, it won't have a negative effect. You see clients or you, you work with people then that specifically want to move into buildings that don't have restrictions. I've had, I've had clients that have steered away from those because, yeah, they know that, you know, maybe they're going to get that job transfer to Calgary, you know, and if the market's great, well, fantastic, I will sell it. But they don't want to be put in that bind. And like I said, this one client, it was a beautiful one bedroom in the West End, and she was forced to sell. She would have still owned that property, but because of these restrictions, she had no choice but to sell that property. And I don't think that's fair. And, and just to touch on the age restrictions as well, I don't know how many buildings or if there is even an inventory of buildings that currently have the, the 19 plus. Uh, but your thoughts on that is that it's not going to make a huge difference either if, if we move to with the only age restriction that would be allowed would be 55 plus. Well, again, in the areas that I, I work in, you know, I, I, I've seen 55 plus buildings, you know, North Shore in certain areas, but I haven't really seen a lot of, you know, 19 plus restriction buildings in, in the areas that I've focused in. So, yeah, I don't think that in itself is going to be much of an issue. And again, I can't speak to other municipalities. It might be more prevalent uh, restriction in other areas. But um, I don't think the tenants should be tarred and feathered the way they have been. You know, yes, you know, I, I've, I've lived in, the, in, in, in buildings where the owners were worse than the tenants, you know. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think we have to just take a pause and, you know, and, and you know, the, the, a lot of times the renters are so grateful to be able to find a nice home that, you know, in, in buildings I've, I've, I've been involved in, the, the property managers tell me the tenants are much nicer than the owners. They're grateful to have a place where they can live when maybe they've got a small pet, you know, and, and that's a whole other conversation to have about pet restrictions, you know, um, about whether you know, people should be allowed to have a cat or a dog and, and how to navigate through that. But I think these changes are going to be positive. Um, and I think, again, not only positive for the homeowners, but also we're opening up a few more, a few more properties for, for uh, desperately needed tenants. All right. Well, we'll have the pet conversation next time, but uh, we'll leave that there for today. Aaron, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate the opportunity.